I'm Tom Saunders getting through this in Los Angeles. And I'm Scott Blakeman in New York. And I have a confession to make. I haven't seen any of the Oscar nominated films in any category. Now, in the past, I've usually seen most of the best picture candidates. And last year, I even screened all of the live action and animated short films that were nominated. But I haven't been to the movies in 13 months, and it just ain't the same, Jack, watching them on my 32-inch television. Now, some might accuse me of throwing money away, but I'm considering seeing Mank, a visually stylish film, at the glorious and newly reopened Paris Theater for $15, rather than watch it for my $8.99 a month on Netflix. Should that choice make me eligible for an honorary Oscar on April 25th? Scotty. Of course it should. It's high time the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences paid a tiny bit of attention to the people who kind of make movie making possible, the moviegoers. It's long overdue for the Oscars to single out one outstanding fan of the year, someone who has shown devotion to film screen, not just on television or, or the internet, but in theaters on the big screen, and more than just talking the talk, the award winner must also have walked the walk and cashed the checks and brought the receipts. We speak of an extraordinary movie viewer who would have gone above and beyond in devotion to what we expect of even ardent fans. Consider shelling out $15, considering it, that you may shell out $15 of your own money in order to watch a movie in a theater when you could easily have watched the same movie on Netflix, as you say, for a small monthly fee of eight-something in the comfort of your own home. Well, that's, that's going to get the usually jaded Academy audience on their feet and then on their chairs as they cheer and stomp their feet and weep with joy and shame that it took so long for such a moviegoer to be honored. You see, Scotty, people who watch movies on an iPad in their own home, well, they're not moviegoers. They're movie stayers. And that's yet just another not-yet-sanctioned category that the Academy overlooks. Of course, this year's honor of outstanding moviegoer will most likely go to a trans person of color, but there's always the Lifetime Moviegoing Achievement Award. Well, Tommy, uh, for your brilliant distinction between the person who goes to the movies and the one who watches them on television at home, I nominate you, Tommy, for an Oscar, as well as the Man of the Year Award from the National Association of Theater Owners. The latter honor may require you to drink whiskey and smoke cigars with burly theater chain owners, but I'm sure there'll also be some lovely usherettes to guide you as well. You know, Tom, when I told our listeners that I wanted to see a beautifully shot film on the big screen the way it was intended, I had no idea that, thanks to you, I would be the representative for that underappreciated audience member, as you call it and we call it, because it's what it's called, the moviegoer. And I can hear the ladies now from the 1940s singing, let's all go to the movies. Let's all go to the movies. Scotty, we need to talk wardrobe for the red carpet. Yes. And where will we be seated? And what if we don't get the best invites to the best before and after parties? More anxiety-provoking questions than answers. I'm not getting nervous at all because no one expects us to be invited to every great Academy Award 
clarity the first year we get our awards, but it would be nice to know sooner rather than later so we can schedule a limo service. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It would just be nice to know where we will be on our special night. Well, first we must establish that our dual recognition and the hoopla that follows, uh, we see it taking place in February 2022 when the Oscars return to their customary time in the schedule and place at the fabulous Kodak Theater in Hollywood. And our celebration will span weeks, not days, as we are embedded with many pre-Oscar luncheons, Q&As, and intimate soirees with studio honchos and of-the-moment directors, and the Oscar after-parties. Well, they'll be too exciting to even comprehend at this juncture, but suffice to say, they may well make the Roaring Twenties seem quite dull in comparison. But with all the accolades and acclaim that come our way, we never lose sight of why we're there and who sent us to Hollywood, movie-going public. Scotty, so, so very true. And meanwhile, other questions will just have to wait, such as how do we parlay our new status as honorary recipients of a niche Oscar into a Netflix series? Now, ideally, we would eschew old-fashioned norms of production such as scripts, rewrites, and story meetings and instead have brilliant techies animate our thoughts using the magic of CGI animation, and we would recline on a lazy boy or Eames chair with electrodes in our scalps, and we would fall asleep and just dream our entire Netflix series (laughs) while we sleep, Scotty. (laughs) Now, the day will surely come. I I hope that day will happen, but I'm afraid for now we won't be dreaming up a new Netflix series. I'm afraid we'll probably have to mumble our, de- our ideas onto a phone using old-fashioned vocal cords and, that, and then let computers and actors turn it all into a CGI series more popular and lauded than Roots and The Crown combined. And it's because it's CGI and because eventually artificial intelligence will be able to write the dialogue for our series it can go on for decades without us leaving our easy chairs or even waking up except to cash our checks and to party. Scotty, because of course, we would still get paid for producing, writing, directing, and everything. After all, what would artificial intelligence and CGI characters need with our money? So I guess we're trying to finally answer the question, can you just party and cash checks without leaving your easy chair? It sounds so easy. But after doing anything for years, everything has its nightmare sides that turns Easy Street into a nightmare alley. The Twilight Zone has taught us that. And Tommy, what you said about sleeping and dreaming the entire Netflix series, that probably has some Netflix executives and shareholders a little nervous because that would probably affect uh, ratings, even though they don't release those numbers. But if you're only actually just dreaming these series while effective, it could um, change the whole paradigm, as they say, of, of television uh, of viewing. But it's no, a fascinating thought. No question about it, Scotty. Uh, that's, that, and, and it's interesting, that just occurred to me last night when I learned of your exciting news about, uh, 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 about honoring the, the uh, about being honored by the Academy. I mean, that's, that, that, that's thrilling. And, and of course, right away I thought, well, how can we put this to, well, first of all, I thought, what do I wear, uh, uh, you know, at, <laughs> on the red carpet? As you see, we did, we, we, we haven't really touched on that sub, on that topic yet. Um, uh, but I don't think it's premature to start thinking about: Do I wear one of those skinny suits, uh, or <laughs> uh, 
I mean, you, you're better at the fashion. Well, you know, Tommy, though, as, as this we're talking about, you know, the red carpet in 2022, uh, I can't even begin to guess what direction fashion will go post-pandemic. Uh, we may be wearing balloons or b- balloon sleeves or um, it may well be armor, Tommy, February 2022. So I'm not going to tip my hat now uh, on that because I think it remains to be seen, except that we will be on the red carpet. Let's just establish yeah. that. The carpet will still be red. Oh, yeah, that won't change. That can't change. Uh, all right. That, that that can't change. I mean, uh, it, uh, well, um, and, and I assume you'll still be wearing shoes and not flippers. Uh, uh, you know, but sustainability will be the key. In fact, I think what will happen is instead of saying I'm wearing Prada or Tom Ford, they're saying my Allbirds only consume, have a foot, carbon footprint of 28 and my total footprint for this outfit is 320. <laughs> I, I, I do think, Tommy, that could very well be uh, what we're seeing in February 2022. What well, is your carbon footprint? Well, all right. With that in mind, Scotty, uh, and I hope you're not embarrassed if I do this, um, but I would like to show up. And obviously we would be, you know, we would be paired together because we would both uh, be getting these uh, fan awards, uh, uh, you know, awards for being the greatest moviegoers. Um, and so, uh, but I was thinking that based on your whole idea about, you know, our clothes should represent our carbon footprint and we talk about how sustainable the source is, would you feel that it would be awkward if I showed up in a suit made out of bark? Now, hear me out. It's not bark that I removed from a tree, but that is li- that has nature has all caused to slough off of a tree trunk. So I just go out or I have somebody go out and pick up the bark, sew it together. I couldn't do this, obviously. We no, have no, it's a uh, tailor. Would that, I mean, it, 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 could you, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, I've always dreamed of ha- owning a suit made out of bark. Uh, well, who hasn't, but the expense has always been the issue. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I'd like to have one too, but I'm not a millionaire, you know. But uh, what you say to me is a great point. And bark it sounds actually quite plausible because, you know, we, uh, and this is a known fact, um, sneakers and many other objects are made of plastic. Uh, and that's commonplace. So that to me is kind of, his bark to me seems like a solid, it's like a wool, like a mohair, a little rough on the edges, but they'll sand those down and work it in. Uh, it's not a hundred percent bark. I think that's something we have to clarify because that's uh, not oh, okay. possible, so but words, it's a blend. It's it a bark cashmere blend. Some kind of yeah. polyester, some kind of uh, uh, cotton bark blend. Well, um, all right. The point that I'm making is I want, uh, uh, I don't want people to, you know, I don't want to show up on the red carpet and be wearing a suit that seems unsustainable. I didn't even think about that, actually, until you brought it up. I'm, I'm ashamed to say I didn't even think about the sustainability and the carbon footprint of the suit. I was thinking, oh, I'll show up in some, you know, sharp looking, you know, Italian design Armani kind of a thing. But then I realized, no, you know, my dream of owning a suit may not have bark. Maybe it's time has come. You know? Well, I think so. It'll be well talked about. And and, you know, Tom, we come up with ideas and, and, and you know, out of out of amusement and to to make people's lives better. But in, in the end, it, they do wind up being uh, ideas that really are real and really can change. things. In fact, your idea of saluting myself as the moviegoer, I honestly feel this could have been the direction the Oscars could have gone this year, especially this year and its limited capacity 
salute the moviegoer and actually have had real people like you and me, Tommy, presenting the awards, real moviegoers and getting to present to their being a fan of someone. And I think that would jacked up the ratings on, on, you know, on that. And really to honor the moviegoer because Tommy, without moviegoers, there ain't no movies. (laughs) Scotty, that's the second time you said the word ain't. Yep. Um, And I even said it yesterday, I think, uh, or two days ago. So I don't know what's coming over me, but it's, uh, uh, you know what you're, you're you're learning how to speak to the people this podcast scotty is causing us to what's well, changing us and it's it's making us more communicative i i don't think i would ever have even brought up the idea of a bark a soup made out of bark if it weren't for this podcast and 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 for this moment really and this yeah. moment all right but uh, uh yes a hundred percent i agree it is time for the Academy of Art, Motion Picture Arts and Science to honor the the moviegoer and have a, a a random. I love the idea of having the these uh, uh, these um, uh, awards presented by excited fans instead yeah. of jaded, self satisfied, preening uh, um, studio executives and stars. Yeah, no, frankly, you. Tommy, you know, I, I remember when my dad would always say. Uh, you, you know, many, many years ago, he'd look at the Al Pacinos and the De Niro's and say, where were the stars? Well, there are no big stars anymore. You know, the Jimmy Stewart's and all that. And and then in my our era, you know, Pacino and De Niro were the stars. And but there who, who do you give a standing ovation for anymore? There's nobody yeah. left. I mean, I think Glenn Close will get one next year. I mean, that's the level. And she's a wonderful actress. But and, and frankly, I don't I don't even know a lot of these stars. And so. Wouldn't be Quote better to stars. give it to a well-deserving uh, housewife from, you know, Highland Park, Illinois. Yeah. Well, when you said stars, I could hear the quotes in your voice. Yeah. Stars, the so-called stars that we, of today. But I remember uh, there's actually uh, you can hear old uh, audio tapes of uh, uh, of um, early uh, 1948. Um, uh, Academy Award presentation yeah. so, or, uh, over the radio. Yeah. It would be a big radio. Well, it was a grand been. dinner they had, and that's what. And they would have a grand dinner, but it was a big, big event and big with movie clubs, but it was all over the radio. And I remember, and, and you can hear it. And, and, and they had the red carpet thing, and they would describe the, the stars as they would uh, uh, arrive uh, and describe their, their you know, because the, the viewers would only hear the words. Of, uh, of the stars as they arrive on the red carpet. But Humphrey Bogart at, at one point arrives on the red carpet. You hear, and people scream. Do people scream anymore for movie stars? I mean, I mean some do, just... but it, again, it was so rare, the thought of seeing this. Now, you know, I think it began with the advent of the, the Entertainment Tonight programs, you know, where there was so much coverage of all these stars. I think it does lose some of the mystique, you know, there's no, you send them and in the Oscar season, there's so many events and Q and A's that I enjoy them, but it's nobody really uh, screams anymore because you just saw them two weeks ago. Some- well, I would say this, Scotty, the, the, uh, the, the, the excitement that will be building around the, the moviegoer and, and you would be getting uh, you as the first recipient of the greatest moviegoer uh, award I think that will bring back some of the glamour, you know, some of the, 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 well, let's just say it, some of the excitement that the Oscars has, has lost. 
uh, um, and also um, because it's not in the bag. Let's, I mean, I, I would love to say I have a magic wand and I can make you the this year's Oscars choice of, yeah. of the moviegoer of the year. I wish I had that magic wand. Well, there was a time when you could, but now they've changed the structure and it's by committee and it's a whole uh, mission, no they say. Wand. Yeah. They no longer do it by magic wand. Yeah. Right. So, so that's the, uh, uh, that, all that's out. And by the way, it's a very specific magic wand. It only makes one person get a fan award from, from Oscars. And that's, uh, otherwise it can't like, it's a, not a magic wand that could make dinner. No, no, no. It's a very specific, a lot of people think magic wands are generic that, Oh, Oh, I got a magic wand so I can do whatever it is. No, no, no. You have to get one specifically for what you're proposing. Uh, <laughs> You know, which is what you have. Otherwise, it'd be chaos. Right. And, and, and that's why you wind up with a lot of magic wands. You only use once or twice and then you just and then they just take up space in your magic wand cabinet. Yeah. But, you know, tell me once again, this is one of those moments that has come up quite a bit. Where yeah. and, and we didn't intend to be this, but this no. literally we should be sitting in the offices of the Academy Award people and then with their producer. And we should be named the producers of the show and our idea seriously would transform it. And all the art, finally, the Academy honors the people who without them, there would be no pictures, the movie going public. And, and they, and you could tell stories and older people. I remember when the, when the pictures were at 50 cents and I, you know, it, it could be a whole thing and it would be mesmerizing and perhaps yeah, one of the hottest. The oldest fan, shows. oldest movie fan, you know, and yeah, and the youngest movie fan. Uh, 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 let's bring out. Let's really make it oriented towards the, the the people who are instead of these boring people who get up and then they sort of exchange awkward dialogue that's been written for them. Yeah. And, and it's well, I hope you have the envelope. Oh, I thought you had the envelope. Well, <laughs> I guess that goes to show. Sometimes you need to go to rehearsal. Uh, <laughs> laughter, like get. I mean, normal people can do those boring uh, 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 pseudo dialogues just as uh, yeah, better. Yeah. And now they've, you know, the, the awards are just as long as they've ever been. But there was a time in the 70s, I think, when every time the presenters came up, they did have sort of this sketch. And some people pulled it off better than others. But it, it was this long. Well, thank you. Well. I decided to wear a dress. Oh, <laughs> well, that was so did I. <laughs> but he's a man in a dress. Yeah. I mean, it would be this whole, but it would be six. Buddy, that was good, though, what you just came Well, that was, I think I probably lifted it from a Robert Goulet uh, <laughs> presented thing, and, and he pulled that off very well. But, but it's funny that they cut all of that out, and yet it still runs just as long. And so maybe they should just bring it back and have all those. See, I haven't actually watched it. They don't have the fake talking back they don't really know they, they pretty much move along and, and once in a while there's the you know if a Stephen Carell is on or a Tina Fey they're granted a, a minute to do some quirky thing uh you know a little character thing but for the most part it's pretty straightforward and uh except if it's and I do you know Warren Beatty I, I felt bad because uh one thing I'm thinking Tommy too is that when we do go to the Oscars uh I want them to invite all the great uh, old Hollywood whoever there is and because we don't i won't recognize a lot of the all the new people i'm they're very talented but i'd like a warren Beatty and a nicholson and yeah. all those people to be there well, too. i would put in i would not wait on that yeah i would put in for a request at the various you know um obviously you have to find out who's throwing you know the vanity fair party obviously we know about that yeah and, and say look 
um, if you haven't invited Warren Beatty or some of the older, you know, old time actors, please do so. Uh, uh, and, and then, you know, explain that it could be, I don't know, not not uncomfortable or boring, but it's just it's nicer if you could recognize some of the other actors at the after party. And, and I mean, it, again, I'm not wording it the way you would word it, but I, I would put in that request and just say it's a, not a big ask. But, just say, but you're right. It has we, to be done way in advance. You don't just bring it on the advance. week before. Way in advance. Yeah. So that and this is this is, a, a, you know, I mean, you're basically telling another person who to put on their, you know, a, a, another person who who is um, the host of a party who to put on their invite list before you have, you yourself have been invited. That's tricky, but it can be done. Oh, and it must be done. I think we have to, uh, now, Tommy, you know, as our listeners know, we've never, you and I have never been to the Oscars, but what people may not know is a couple of years ago, you and I were there the day after the Oscars. What? What does that mean? Did they, was, wow. were they invited? Did they not know when it started? No, we were at the famed Kodak Theater the day after the barricades were still up, we were allowed into the lobby area and where the very actors would go to use the restroom. And, and it was fascinating. And then uh, uh, we ate at the... Well, the restroom of the stars. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, will I ever forget that, the, the thrill of that, uh, of that moment of being in the restroom of the stars? Yeah, no, <laughs> that was... We, we, we experienced the Oscars exactly as if a star, let's say a star of a, of a great a foreign film might have experienced it if they got delayed, their plane, their flight got canceled. Yeah, some customs issues. Yeah. And they showed up a day late and a dollar short. Yeah. That, that, so in a sense, we are like a French director. We know how they, how a French uh, actor or, 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 or span, could be Italian, a foreign dignitary of a, 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 a in, in, um, who has, made their journey to Hollywood, but it, can you imagine? Yeah, no, exactly it. And because basically the theater was there, uh, you know, the barricades the were there, there and, and we did it. We walked all in that same spot, but. Uh, what a drama, what a drama. Yeah. But for us, it was just a joyful uh, experience, but we did get to have that experience of what would it be like if you, you know, you won the Academy Award, you wanted to be there. You weren't going to do a Woody Allen or like what Bob Dylan did with the Nobel people. You really wanted to show, and you didn't want to be like Marlon Brando and set up the, and send up, what's her name? Uh, Sasheen Littlefeather. That was a big, with that 1975, I don't remember when that was exactly. And, and she spoke uh, on behalf, and that was really, I, I wish they just did that every year. In fact, uh, I was saying to you before the broadcast that I wish they had made her the designated uh, acceptor of awards for people who weren't there, and she was right. like, "Hi, it's Sasha Littlefeather again." And she go, "Oh, keep keep reminding, thinking of the Native Americans." Yeah. Okay, and and she would be so, so well liked then, I think. Oh, absolutely. Now, people listening a thousand years from now will surely know that it was Sasha Littlefeather who accepted the award for Marlon Brando uh, uh, when Marlon Brando himself refused to even attend the awards. He was too biggest star to yeah. even be bothered. He may have had by. some political thing, and yet he let somebody accept what? it. Uh, yet Woody Allen actually just didn't show up, and they had his still black and white still photo uh, as they're showing all the other uh, nominees. Yeah, he was up for Best Director in a fascinating time. I was just watching this before, 1978, against a young Steven Spielberg. And interesting enough, Tommy, when they... And now Steven Spielberg, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, he mouthed the words, I love you, Amy. 
ding, ding, ding for 20 points. Who is he referring to? That's right. His first wife, Amy Irving. Amy Irving. And so, but the, a, a great director like Spielberg, Tommy, you'd think he would know. He didn't look to the camera. He was looking somewhere else thinking that was the camera. But I could still say, tell that he mouthed, I love you, Amy. So, and Herb Ross for the turning point. Uh, other great uh, directors. And Woody Allen Wump was not there. And, you know, I'm a... We're not going to discuss the current day issues, but of course, a big Woody Allen fan. But watching that now, I was even more disappointed he never showed up. Uh, he did send his date. Yeah, what was, what was his excuse? I mean, see, my, my excuse would be, oh, OK, like, let's say I missed a flight, yeah. you know, and I showed up a day later, a dollar, you know, being a dollar short is not such a bad thing. But showing up a day late, that's, yeah. you know, I mean, that, that would and we, you know, I mean. But but what would Woody Allen's excuse be? I I mean I can imagine you know I, I quite frankly you know we a lot of things happening in a person's life I, I I'd hate it I'd hate it if it happened but I can imagine forgetting to be at the awards like like so people say so well, how was the awards and you go what a, oh yeah I, right you look they didn't have phones I, then but look at his calendar going right. that would be fine and then he could later you know I really want to be there I just totally forgot it's I'm. Totally forgot. I really am sorry. Yeah. I, I, I tried I, calling, I, I, but you were already at the awards. Yeah, it was really the awards. I mean, that that's that's how that could be. And and and, and then that's uh, the only acceptable excuse I would say. Otherwise, I really think Tommy I and I'm going on a limb here. But if you're not, definitely not going to be there, I don't think you should be nominated. I think part of it should be you, you got to be there. I would think. I, I think that's for all the awards. Yeah, because uh, otherwise an 8 by 10 just doesn't do it. No, really, no. It's kind of a diss. You know, they're honoring you and and you're basically, um, yeah, you know, Don't want to go. And so it's like, well, then, all right, then we won't give you the award. And, uh, and again, yeah, not, not for excuses that are occasionally people may be shooting, although that would be unusual to be shooting a picture around the world. But. Uh, but I look back on that and I, I regretted that he wasn't uh, there as, as a fan. So, Scotty, I think that's right. And I think the, the announcer should be, instead of saying accept, accepting the award for, for Mr. Brando, uh, it should be accepting the award for Mr. Brando is nobody. He doesn't get the award, <laughs> not receiving. Yeah, or say, uh, Marlon Brando's not here tonight. So the second place winner wins the award. And that's <laughs> it. And then, Tommy, I'll tell you this, next year they'll start showing up, let me tell you. Yes, that's right. <laughs> you're so right. But I love the idea of it goes to the second, the, the second place yeah. winner. Of course it does. So because of course it does. Uh, he, you, you're unable to to show up. It, it, uh, absolutely. Yeah, just so, the same with so, yeah, Miss America, this is the runner-up. If for any reason Miss yeah. America can't perform her duties, you know the runner-up. So that's the runner. -up. Well. Absolutely. It's, it, the Miss America, I mean, that's what the vice presidency was based yeah. on, the Miss America. <laughs> yeah. They've well, taken a lot of things from it. They, they used to have a beauty competition, swimsuit competition for vice president, which I think they should bring back. Uh, you know. Yeah, you know, it's still controversial. It's a little controversial and some people say, oh, you know, it should it's be a, about the intellect, but. It's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. We all, you know, get a big, a big kick out of it. But, but uh, no, I mean, I, uh, it's it's exciting. There's no question. The, the the idea that we're going to be honored at the Academy Awards for our movie go. And I, I mean, I I actually thought because I went 
to movies every week for many uh, years with my wife. Yeah. Every single weekend, we'd go to a movie at a theater. Yeah, yeah. Scotty. And I always remembered L.A., people would go, and there was, I think it started in L.A., tremendous amount of trailers. Like, I don't remember yeah. that as much in New York originally. Now, of course, they have the same thing. But uh, it, it always was, uh, and then commercials for a while, uh, which they may still Oh, have. the worst. Yeah. That's the other. That's the other reason why, and we have to speak out about that uh, when we accept our award. At the, you know, and it, it may be a little awkward, but we're going to say we do accept this award, and we also accept the award on behalf of all the moviegoers who had to suffer through commercials and ugly, ugly commercials that we wouldn't watch on our own TV because we would zip through them, but we were forced to watch it after we paid fifteen dollars just to. To sit there and watch commercial, and then and then they start playing music, yeah, right. uh, playing all, but but then uh, the, the fan, you know, the crowd rises up to support us, and uh, uh, yeah. But Tommy, again, this is one of those moments which happens a lot, where I feel that uh, we have to call the patent office, and I, you know, intentionally mispronounce it for effect. Uh, but this no, idea is so good. I'm glad you do. I'm glad. Oh you, yeah, you but it's so good, Tommy. Office. The moviegoer, we should be in the offices pitching it, and it would be like that's it. You know, what did you say? You know, those classic scenes that never happened in life. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, how about for the movie hey, go? Wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. What, what, did you, what did you just say? I, I just said that maybe they should, you know, salute the moviegoer. That's it. Never happens in real life. But I think it should. Oh, it will. It will. It's it starting will. now. It's, it's starting now. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, I mean, I, I mean, we were the, the one thing about this. And I know the astute podcast listeners is going to say, hey, wait a minute. So what are you going to wear on the, you know, are you really going to wear? I, I, I'm backing off from the idea of a bark suit. It's just, it's too stupid. You know, it just, it bark, it, it, it looks, I mean, it looks great. I'm not saying it won't look great, yeah. but I, I got to say, Scotty, I've gone on a journey on this podcast today. <laughs> and I, before it was all about me and look at me, I, I, I'm, the, I'm the great movie goer and <laughs> And I'm getting an award for, for what was I getting an award for? Uh, uh, well, you were getting two awards, a dual award with me, because you're obviously a movie goer, right. and also the uh, National Association of Theater Owners, uh, and a, <laughs> uh, their confab would fetch you. Right. You know, I'm just going to wear a normal clothes. It was, yeah. was kind of, I mean, I don't even know if it would be comfortable sitting in a, and you were very nice about it, but you must have thought, too, oh, well, that's not going to be comfortable. Well, I, I think but, uh, you know, what people get confused with, when you say, I'm going to wear a bark suit, they think you're talking 100% bark, but never yeah. really meant they're just the same way. As I said, plastic is used in sneakers and right, all that. Right. So basically, so it, would be, it would be 20% bark. And you know what, Tommy? You wouldn't even <laughs> notice it to the, the naked eye. Yeah. If you're wearing glasses, you would notice it. I guess I was thinking, uh, silly me, I'm not a fashion expert like you are. <laughs> I was thinking 100% bark, which would obviously be awkward and uncomfortable. And 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 it would look like scabs, a suit made out of... A <laughs> well, it's just, a large... you know, it, it's just not intended. Not, very few things are 100%, even the finest right. woolens. But, but, but a 20% bark looks great. Oh, yeah. That's a snappy look. That's a snappy look. All right, and the, and 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 I could do, and then I could say this is bark that was gathered from the from the forest, uh, the floor of the forest. Oh yeah, Tommy, you would be so lauded, and you'd be on the cover of Carbon Footprint magazine. And, yeah, you know. which is pr printed uh, only uh, on um, reusable. Oh, recyclable what? paper, of course, of course, yes. Yeah, uh, it's actually just shown to people. They don't actually sell it; they hold it up. 
to people individually. There's only one copy. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a little awkward, but that's how they do it. Yeah, but 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 it's a very tiny carpenter. Yeah, set. but Tommy, so many uh, groundbreaking ideas, and and yeah. let's well, the Oscars are in about uh, well, they're in a couple of weeks. Let's see if they do adopt any of our ideas that we put. Or if you ever watch any of the Oscar movies, which you uh, started well, out. I still have not, and I I do plan to, and I I am considering it. And they say for be a movie goer, it, it, you you might be sheepish if you go up and say um. I, 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 I have to say something about about this award. I I, um, I, I didn't actually see any of the movies that, that uh, are being up for Oscar consideration. <laughs> well, no, that's why I've said we're going to skip this year. And then we're talking when we could really do it right with our bar oh, suits and parties next year. That but then, good. oh, absolutely, Tommy. Then I'll have seen them all. Yes, absolutely. Okay. In right, the theaters, okay. as it was God intended. I was, I was, I was like, holy crap! I don't have even a. I mean, even my regular suit is is. Uh, I, I mean, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready. You say you, it, when you said it was up for a couple of weeks from now. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, no, I know, and and now, Tommy, one other thing. I know we're holy running crap. down of time, but I believe, and I don't want to get ahead of myself, but next year we'll probably be in February the Oscars, but then next December, a year ago from a year from December. Well, you said it, the Nobel Prize. So I'm saying, Tommy, get two suits. Because you don't want to repeat your Oscar suit no. and the Nobel suit because everybody at the Nobel is going to go, oh, so here he is. Wait a minute. Isn't it? They'd be, the princess would be whispering, and, oh, yes, yes, I think he did wear that at the Oscars. So, yeah. oh, yes, yeah, so just get two. You'll be there anyway. Just get two. No, 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 no. You're right. You're right, Scotty. I, and, again, I wouldn't. You're, see, that's the type of thing for that's a, that's just good fashion tips that anybody who may be getting a an Oscar and a Nobel Prize in the same year should heed, uh, right? It, it, like this is not just for me, but oh, anyone. Oh no, this applies to anyone. And even you could say, oh, it's in February. The other one not till December. But you know what, Tommy? They remember. People remember. They rem people remember. Yeah. I yeah. People remember. Even if you're not a fashion expert like myself. Subliminally, you'll go. Gosh, he couldn't wear a worn a different suit for the Nobel you Prize. Say he, that he something wore. is very familiar with this. I can't place yeah. it. Wait a minute. That's the same suit he wore in the Oscars. And again, you're not gonna. They're not gonna hate you all of a sudden or think you don't no. deserve the Nobel. But it takes away a little bit. So what you want to do is have that spanking new suit, and then yeah. you're home free. Wow, Scotty. Well, um, on that note, I, I I'm feeling relieved that I don't have to be at the Oscars in two weeks, but excited about being at the Oscars a year and two weeks from now and at the Nobel Prize and having two and and, and it's kind of exciting wearing two suits. I've never done that before. Two, two different suits. Uh, yeah, well, year. I think there's a lot to look forward to is what we're saying. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to be Tom Saunders. And I remain sincerely yours, Scott Blakeman, and we're getting through this. <laughs>